Hiya folks, welcome to the next edition of Serverless Crack with myself, Dave Anderson, I'm technical fellow Bizarre Voice and author and contributor at the Serverless Edge. I'm Mark McCann, author and contributor at Serverless Edge and architect at Globalization Partners. Hey everyone, Michael Riley, a architect with Globalization Partners and contributor at the Service Edge. Hello. Hello folks. Um, so we're continuing our series of modern cloud. Uh, Last time we give a bit of an intro on modern cloud, and we think this is um, it's a good conversation. It's an interesting term. So I thought it might be interesting to maybe just come at it from a few different personas or people. Um, and probably the first one, the most important one, is the CEO. Um, and for me, I think just to frame it, I think. The CEO probably, if you think of the modern cloud, what, what would the CEO expect from modern cloud? And the way I would nearly frame it is um, capability. You'd want capability from, from, your, from your engineering or IT organization. I think um, speed is a thing and um, flexibility. Would you agree with those three high-level buckets? Yeah, um, I don't think I don't think they care about lambdas or Kubernetes. No, no, like uh, <laughs> and it's a good way to really frustrate your CEO is tell them all about Kubernetes and lambdas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like, um, I think Not that from, they don't care, but yeah, yeah. I mean, the uh, yeah, it's it's probably a good set of groupings there. You know, you got. I think at a CEO, what what sort of um, what sort of level and context would you be talking about? I think, you know, those three areas are, are pretty good sort of groupings. Like, so capability. What are you thinking about, Dave? So, like, um, you know, we're talking about the ability to build out business capabilities and be able to produce those things. Uh, you know, being being able to you know build out business capabilities, having having the ability to do so. Um, being able to meet demands of the customers, kind of work into that sort of thing. And, you know, we've, I think in previous podcasts, we've talked about things like worldly maps and, uh, you know, being able to assess where you are with regards to things like maturity and uh, maybe being able to identify opportunity or being able to kind of, you know, look at sort of evolutionary paths and and, and think about new capabilities, but also really being able to, to build it. Is that is that kind of what you're thinking? And Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think, you know, as a CEO, you're going to have the needs of your your customers in your mind, right? You're going to have these this, these user groups who who have needs that you need to make sure that your company sort of meets. meets so, yeah. so you're looking look to the modern cloud to say, well, how can I rapidly meet the needs of those customers, those users that I have, and what capabilities does the modern cloud provide me to, to do so? So they're looking to the modern cloud for can I quickly just stand up capabilities that meets those needs. Well, uh, yeah, and, and, and that's a really interesting one because like one one thing I always kind of find really interesting is when you're moving and transitioning into modern cloud, you still have to shake yourself out of building everything from the ground up. You know yeah. what I mean? So we're like, particularly in, in sort of emerging areas like machine learning or AI or something like that, you're kind of going, well, yeah, we, we'll have our own kind of ML stack or we'll go and train our own models or whatever. And you... But really, in this sort of space, it's kind of like, well, is there a service already does it? Yeah. Um, could we could we pull that off a shelf, or you know, you, you got to get yourself into the habit of of looking at what exists, 
uh, you know, and I think a big part of modern cloud is it's it's aimed around can we integrate with those things when they exist? Um, do they exist? Um, you know, let's not build it from, let's not start way back at, at, at with nothing and kind of work our way up, but what can we do now? Um, so yeah, it's also the, that... sorry, it's also the buy rent build question. Oh, oh yeah. In my experience, CEOs are always obsessed with the customer in the business domain that they're in. Any CEO I've ever met, they're very, they're focused on that industry. And there's always a healthy question. Why are we building that? Why are we building that thing? That's got nothing to do with our core business. Yeah. So I think there's a, there's a value chain you can draw out. And I, I think if you're as a responsible technical lead, you want to be thinking, we don't need to be building some of those things. We don't yeah. want to buy that or rent that. Absolutely. And, um, yeah. for, I think in modern cloud, you've got the ability to rent a lot more things that yeah. gives you the ability to change and switch. Yeah. So I think you have, a, you have a very high um, kind of rental power. You know, yeah. you're, you're not buying big things that you're locked in and you're not building things that you're locked in. I think there you need to apply the modern cloud or lens to those software as a service capabilities that you're renting in as well and make sure that they're not built on legacy cloud because we've seen lots of sort of so-called SaaS offerings that aren't pay-as-you-go, that don't scale up or down, right? That that come with a lot of sort of operational overhead and burden. So I think, you know, as we've evolved towards modern cloud and that sort of serverless first sort of mindset and approach, the, the SaaS offerings that we're looking to rent and bring in to meet those needs, we need to assess them to see, are they built on modern cloud principles and practices as well? Because, you know, you can tie yourself very quickly in the knots with things that won't scale. If the rest of your architecture and the rest of your solution is, Fully leveraging modern cloud, fully serverless, you know, all the flexibility, elasticity, and scaling up and down. If those integration points with those SaaS services can't handle that, you know, you're 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 yeah. going, you know, you're going to have to pay that price later. Right. Yep. I always remember as well uh, a famous incident where um, it's a long time ago. Where I heard a CEO tell the story of um, like engineering used to be like the janitor. You'd come in and you just want things to be clean and you don't want to see them. But now engineering is this thing that there's a differentiation. So I think there's an appreciation that modern cloud can actually drive your business, oh, not yeah. kind of be a, be a cost center. So I, I think there's a big thing. If you have a modern cloud attitude in your company, engineering is actually part of the business. They're not stuck in the IT department. I think if everything's stuck in the IT department and this is the black box, uh, you might be doing modern cloud, but you're not really getting the commercial benefits of, of yeah. bringing that into your business. Uh, business leaders yeah i think and i mean and even when I, we, we talk about this topic i think modern cloud for me is it's being able to integrate and, and effectively integrate with anything yeah. <laughs> you know and, yeah. and be prepared to do it you know and, and that's typically what in a lot of scenarios you use a as a modern cloud architect as effectively become a specialist in um you know and certainly i think that's 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 part of that, yeah. that conversation so Everything's just integration. Um, so the next one then is speed, which I think is an interesting one, and that's that's a that's a very interesting one. Like we have talked in the past about time to value, and it's not just how fast the developer can type in the code. Yeah. It's there's a whole value stream about when someone has an idea, how quickly does that make it into the hands of the customers? And that's not just IT. That's that's the whole thing from front to back. Um, yeah. Obviously, in a modern cloud, you can you can really speed that up. Yeah, mm -hmm. 
and, and that's that you should be able to go from ideation discovery and framing through to production and in the hands of a real customer delivering value in days not even hours now if you've if you've got it set up appropriately right and we've always we've joked about this there, there's a nirvana point where you're having these sort of discovery and framing sessions with the business with your your end users and you're actually showing them real prototypes in the real production environments that have been you know, toggled appropriately so that they're they're not exposed to the, the existing customer base and that's happening in the and, I'm say, and i'm going to say there is a flywheel effect here oh, yeah. where if the, if the flywheel gets stuck and you're spending ages and looting stuff that there's inertia and kind of you know stoppage in the system but once you start executing quickly as an engineering department the product leads start thinking well we can ask for things quickly that starts to turn and then you get to that point where you can actually sit and both ideate and push something into production very quickly. That's a that is that is that nirvana spot, as you say, Mark. But you, you need yeah. to kind of prove that you can go fast first, and modern cloud helps you go fast. Yeah, yeah I think. And then kind of tying on from you know the capability thing, and you know being able to move fast, and you know sort of the build by rent sort of conversation, and um. But again, we, we've, we've done earlier sort of podcasts on this one just around, you know, the CEO level, they expect their teams to be able to, you know, um, go out with high change frequency, you know, be able to kind of test the market, be able to do A-B tests, do it in a reliable way that kind of maintains, you know, reliability, stability, give kids good customer feedback. So I'm always like we always say about that, that slow is smooth and smooth is fast. You know, we talked about well-architected and, you know, the importance of having teams that work with certain degree of rigor. And, you know, so we have the mechanisms in place that facilitates moving with speed safely and productively. Um, and I think that's a big part of th this conversation. And I think as a CEO, um, you know, you mightn't really understand that, but surely you should be investing in an organization that supports it and, you know, and, and invests, uh, you know, in their engineering or in their, in their development, you know, in their organization to think in those, those sorts of terms. And I think there's another thing as an engineer, you're, you're not building your stuff for the engineering manager. You're building the stuff with the product person for the company. So you almost want yeah. to burst out of that little bubble. Sometimes people get caught in because yeah. the worst thing is if you get this amazing capability, but no one knows about it and you can build stuff really quickly, but you're still stuck in safe trains, popping yeah. along, not, not going as fast I as you can. I love, uh, there was an old Wardley kind of thread on this one, Simon Wardley thread, um, but it uh, effectively the, the essence of it was, you know, it, in organizations that are working in this way with modern cloud, with teams that, that kind of adopt modern well-architected practices, it's easier for them to learn the business than the business to learn IT, you know, and, you know, I, you know, I always kind of take uh, sort of... Uh, Right that's fair that. enough. You know, you don't hire a load of financial experts to teach you finance. You make them do finance. You know, when you work with them. So I mean, that's I think that's yeah. fair enough. And then the third one then is flexibility, which I think this is an interesting one. I mean, there's a couple of different ways you go in this. Uh, the ability to pivot or line of business, yeah. and then even the ability to scale in different ways and different different even yeah. global locations that you didn't think you could. Yeah, I think it's you're not because if you do leverage the proper sort of modern credit capabilities. You're not sinking a lot of investment in upfront. You know, you're not doing a lot of capital expenditure in the 
you know, big hardware or big software yeah. sort of the features and capabilities. You're, you're it's, it's all operational expense. It's the OpEx versus CapEx, right? So you're not you're not sinking loads of costs. That makes it hard for you to pivot and change. You're not sort of staking your credibility on a 50 million data center that you've just purchased and you have to make it work, right? You're able to have a lot more safe to fail experiments. You're able to you know, try stuff out in a rapid fashion, like we talked about with that speed. You know, your, your feedback loop is a lot tighter. So if things aren't working out for the business, if you're pursuing a, a value stream or product offering that's not quite uh, working out, you know, you haven't sunk millions into that. So you can rapidly pivot into something that's more valuable that may have more impact. So I think, you know, with all of those things, and if you embrace that modern cloud way, you can pivot much more efficiently and much more effectively uh, until you do find that sort of product market fit. So from a CEO point of view, they want to be able to you know, have lots of options. They don't want to go down too many one-way doors. They want to have two-way doors that if it doesn't work out, they can back out and try something else. Yeah. There's also the, there's another part of that sunk cost fallacy. Not even the data center is even, if you move, if you do a migration, which is effectively a rehost, moving from like a server into like, like straight instances, and and you've now got legacy cloud. Um, you've just spent a lot of time and effort into standing that up, and there's just almost like the bubble. Well, we're going to spend more for a while, and then the spend will go down. It never really goes down, and then you're left with a few years after your migration, we're still spending lots of money. We can't move fast, and all we've got is just a fancy data center, as Gregor Hope said. Um, so I think there's a piece there about, you know, doing that re-architecture or modernization as, as, as part of the migration, or even after the migration. So a lot of people don't do that. And you, you've got that sort of, you're, you're, you don't have the flexibility, like I say, because you're stuck in one region, or you're stuck yeah. in an old stack. Yeah, I think even from a people point of view, because you are moving at such speed and you haven't, you're, you're leveraging all these capabilities appropriately, your people are freed up for differentiating work. To work on things yep. that you can pivot towards, right? So they're not you know, trying to you know work their way through lots and lots of different changes. They're able to sort of pivot appropriately. Yeah, and I think yeah. there's a huge there's a huge data conversation in this one as well. You know, like when you I think organizations that really embrace modern cloud are able to kind of leverage, you know, like those those data. Um, capabilities to maybe expand into different, you know, use that to seed new products or new ventures or new experimentation, or, you know, they're, they're not, they're not fixated on yesterday's kind of success. They're always kind of, you know, they've got their head on a swivel looking for that next opportunity, but they're constantly looking for ways to leverage what they have to kind of penetrate those sorts of spaces. Um, so I think that's an interesting sort of uh, area to kind of look at in, in relation to orgs that sort of embrace successful modern cloud. I think I think they're not worrying not worrying about scale is is key as well. But you don't know what's going to take off. You know, if you put lots of experiments out there, you know something might really hit the product market fit and scale and have and have the need to scale massively. If you've leveraged modern cloud efficiently, you'll be like, yeah, let's just check a few limits and make sure our quotas are set properly and our our resources are appropriate for that account. And uh, yeah, we're good to go. Now that wouldn't be the case in. If you're stuck in legacy cloud or if you're on premise, you know, you'd be very concerned about that. Yeah. And remember as well, what do we mean by modern cloud? It's your likely event driven, maybe using more stream based things. It's it's probably more kind of managed services where you're not yeah. fine tuning things at a lower level. So you do have that elasticity and the event driven to respond to change. Yeah. And that's very hard to do if you haven't used some of those techniques. But anyway, that's the crack. So that's our kind of three. Um, well, I, I think three maybe 
expectations of a CEO for modern cloud, that sort of differentiating capability, speed and flexibility. Super interested to hear any feedback on that. But um, we'll leave it at that. Um, our, podca- our, our podcast is available on all the channels. And we've got the serverlessedge.com on the blog and at Serverless Edge on Twitter. Thanks very much. Thanks very well. Bye.